Hey guys, it is it's happening with Snooki and Joey. It's happening with Snoopy and Joey. What was that dramatic music? It's The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm the Laying Dead. Welcome to It's Happening with Snoopy and Joey. This is going to be the COVID edition because, yes, it happened. Me and Joey contracted the coronavirus. And um, to Snoopy and Chris. Yeah, you should all be wearing a mask right now because you can catch it through the, through the phone. So I figured today we can just talk about um, what we've been dealing with the past week and a half and what a nightmare and it's definitely scary, but we're, we're thankful for not being that bad. Uh, how do you feel right now? Right now? Um, well, I also have to talk about, I also had a, an, an accident in the home. Well, yes, we'll get to um, that. But um, I feel like shit. I still feel like shit. It's been a week. Today's one week since I tested positive. Um, but I guess like the throat stuff is gone, but it's like my, it's the, the worst parts, like the headache and the body aches, you like run down and feel like you have it like a horrible, I do have a horrible disease, but it makes you feel like you're dying, which I could be, uh, but you're, well, I'm so, I'm so annoyed because today I finally ordered a Starbucks and it came to my house and I was so excited to drink it. Cause I haven't had it in like two, two weeks and I finally sipped it and I was like, cool. I totally forgot that I can't freaking taste so it literally tastes like pond like warm pond water yeah i can't taste anything i'm so annoyed it went from like on and off like you told me like our, we're talking about losing taste and smell that's one of the big symptoms of covid marie and, and it happened and it happened but originally when nicole started getting hers i still had it i still had my taste and then she went all the way out and then i had, was in and out i was like you know some things i tasted something i didn't now it's completely gone and i haven't eaten in three days because I have no desire to, there's no same. Point. So it's no kind point. of a blessing because yeah. I definitely was at a plateau with working out and not losing weight. So I probably lost like five pounds this week from just not eating because first of all, I can't taste anything. So what's the point? But also off. I'm just not hungry. I'm not hungry. And it just pisses you off. It's like, it's like, it just fucks with you. And you're like, what the fuck? Cause you can't taste it. I mean, never, it seems like first world problems. I mean, that's like the least of the problems with, with, the right. But it is like no. going fucking thing. Like, I have no desire. Like I, I, I just want to like, I roll my eyes every time I look at the kitchen. Like it's like, I have food in my house that I want to eat, but it's like, you can't even enjoy it. And it's just, it's like, it's fucking a nightmare. Um, Same. And then also with no smelling, I didn't realize how much I smelled things. So like I was doing the laundry and I realized like how much I use my nose to like smell things and, you know, just like cleaning the house and stuff like that. So I can't smell a damn thing. I literally, Changed the baby's diaper. He did like a monster shit. And um, I, I I couldn't smell it at all. Yeah, I hate that. And I want to like be cozy with my candles and stuff. But it's like, why, why waste these expensive candles? I can't even smell them. That's so crazy. And also, if there's, an offer, if there's a fire or a gas leak in my house, um, I could be. You dead. wouldn't even know, bitch. No, because I can't smell anything. You wouldn't even know. So we'll just start from the beginning. So, um, oh, first of all, when I did break the news, because I ended up breaking the news on um, Instagram. You guys saw my post. I had flowers. So it was Valentine's Day. Right. And my sister-in-law, my, uh, some of my sister-in-laws ended up testing positive. And I was just with them on Super Bowl because I'm with my, fa- I'm with my family every Sunday. So 
I decided to have them the same people that I see every Sunday over for my Super Bowl commercial. And, you know, we made wings or whatever. Basically the same thing we do every Sunday. Same people. It wasn't a party. And um, she was like, yeah, I just tested positive. And then the other one did. So I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. So then I went to get the rapid and it was positive. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I don't know if it was like in my head or not, but I just started to feel shitty like right away. I was like... My body was weak. I had to, you know, I had to take a nap. It, it was just yeah, crazy. It, it was weird. Um, so that was crazy. And so when I posted it, I feel, I, I don't know if you read the comments, but it's just insane at the amount of COVID shaming that people do. Like, I feel like all of you know me and me and Joey, like we hardly go out anywhere. We don't travel. We hardly like go out to dinner. Like, you know, we do once in a while to support local businesses when we feel it's safe. But like to travel and like do all this shit. Like, I don't go anywhere without my mask. I'm always home with the kids. Um, And, you know, me and Joey have been very cautious in taking this pandemic very seriously. I I can't believe it's a whole year we we went without getting it and then... the, let's say one year mark of COVID, we caught it. Yeah. So right when I posted, there was a ton of COVID shaming about my Super Bowl party and all this shit. Like, bitches, I've been seeing my family for like three months now. Every single Sunday, it was the same thing. And, um, you know, the people that I know that are so careful, like they never leave their house. They still get groceries sent to them. They don't go anywhere. And the one time they go to the post office with their mask, they end up getting it. Is so it's, it's basically... Office? It's basically like inevitable at this point. Like, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to end up contracting it because it's everywhere. So the COVID shaming is really, really sad to see. I have to say. Yeah, that's it's fucked up. I mean, we, we've, we've been so careful and you can't you can't you can, you can be so careful. You can be like, you know, the best person in the world at it and you can still get it. It's like it's a, it's just it's festering literally everywhere. And I caught I think I got it from you, I think. Right. Yeah, because I ended up getting it from. Um, my, my family and then I, saw I got tested and then you saw me because we did virtual press right. and you were doing my makeup so then that's how you got it and, and I then called you and I was like oh, I felt so bad I was like oh my god I hope please don't tell me I gave it to you like I thought I got it from somewhere no but then I was like how would you give it to me if you tested and were negative before you came to do my makeup so yeah, then yeah. I was like wait and then after you texted me that's when I heard of my family being positive so I was like oh my god Um, so yeah, it happened and I, I feel like I had it for like four days and I didn't know I was asymptomatic. Um, and then on the fifth day I was on the couch all day. Like I actually, I, I had Gianni run to the store cause I was like, my sinuses are terrible. I can't breathe. My throat hurts. My ear hurts. My head felt like really congested and heavy. So I had him go get me like mucinex and cough drops and all this stuff. And I was on the couch all day, Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday I started to feel better. And Sunday I was moving around. And then that's when I found out Sunday that they were positive. So I was probably, when I found out I was positive, I was probably already on like day eight. Yeah. Because you got, you got, you got better quicker than I did, but you had it longer than I did though. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, still- so right now is day 12, I believe. And um, they say technically when you have it for 10 days and you take a test, you're going to show up negative because it's through your system. And technically you're not contagious, but, you know, we still have to stay in quarantine for another week and the kids can't go to school for another week. So it's just going to be an ongoing nightmare until this is all over. But um, 
you know, for me, my symptoms, they were mild, thank God. And I feel like it's because I am so active in the gym and like running and, you know, I, I work out constantly. So I feel like that definitely had a factor in it. Um, but I definitely drank a ton of fluids, you guys. I slept when I wanted to. Like, I know, you know, I felt guilty sleeping all day because, you know, who wants to sleep every single day for four days straight? I just, I, I felt like an asshole, but I did it. And I feel like I recovered that much quicker. Yeah, I, I've been sleeping like um, a bear for the past mm-hmm. three weeks. I haven't left my bed. Last night I was, I was gonna, I couldn't, I had such a bad migraine last night. And that's the other thing. It's like migraines behind your eyes. It's like, excru- oh, yeah, I didn't get those that bad. And I'm just like nauseated all the time. Um, it's just gross. You, you just feel like disgusting. Like every bone, you can feel, I can feel like every hair in my body. Like, mo- like it's painful. Like every hair on my body, you can feel individual hairs and it's all painful. So do you think your COVID experience was mild or more like severe? No, more severe. I mean, what was the worst everyone, part? Everyone's everyone is different. I mean, thank God I'm not hospitalized from it as of right now. You know, everyone's is different, but I think, you know, this is like, you know, if you compare it to like the worst flu you've ever had, this is like 10 times worse, the worst flu I've ever had. Like I've never been this sick in my life. Oh my I, I don't ever get sick. I never get sick. Like once in a while I used to get like, you know, strep throat once in a while when I was like in high school and stuff, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't had been sick in probably 20 years like this in my whole life. And just feels like there's no end. And the days like all run into each other and you're just like, and, and I'm by myself too. But that's another thing that sucks. Like I can't, you know, I can't make myself food or anything or, you know, I can't, I have to make myself food. I can't like go, I don't have anyone here like helping me do anything. So it's just like, well, you have Lear. I saw Lear. She was doing a few yeah. stories and she dropped you off food and everyone okay. was like, do you have it too? And Lear's like, no, I haven't seen Joey in 10 days. Like everyone was freaking out that Leah had it. And then everyone was freaking out that my, um, my trainer had it, Anthony, but he tested negative. Yeah. No, Leah's been coming by. We have, she drops things off in the middle of the door. So we don't, we don't uh, run into each other. Um, but yeah, I can't even eat now. So it's like, what's the point? Um, but same tail end of it. And I just like start feeling better. Like I, I mean, like I was starting to feel better one day. So then I got this mystery box in the mail from a, from a crusader. Thank you so much. Um, I so cute. So yes, yeah, so she had to have my address. I don't know how, um, but that's okay. Um, and she sent me all these things. She said she, this woman, this girl, she said she had, her father had it and he was like, she thought he was going to die because he was very, he was like very, very um, a bad uh, case for it. Like he has a bunch of health problems and she was sure he was going to die. And she like took care of him and like nursed him back to health. And he like survived from it. He was like older and stuff. So she sent me all the stuff that she used on him. Um, she sent me like this, the cold and flu and this, the Pepsi AC. Everyone tells you to take Pepsi AC. Yes. I read that. It's like a cure for it. I don't know why. I mean, taking it every day. I don't know. But apparently it keeps people out of the hospital. Um, so I've been taking Pepsi AC and then she gave me on um, this Vicks Vapor Rub um, steamer inhaler. Um, which you fill with water and it boils and like you steam your, your, your breath and like a nebulizer. I don't know. It's like a thing you put steam in it and you like put your face up to, it and it's supposed to like open your lungs up. But yeah. It's like a nebulizer. Yeah. So I got that and then all this other stuff. So I'm in the bed and again, I've, I've been just like in my bed. I haven't showered in weeks until I well, until this happened to me. So I'm sitting there with the thing on my, my bed, crisscross applesauce, fully nude. And <gasps> you guys listen to this. Get it's ready. So, so, so I'm still fucked up from it. So. <laughs> you sound fucked up. You sound like you went through it, bitch. No, I'm going. This is like, I feel like I've been run over twice by two trucks. 
<laughs> uh, sorry if I'm not funny, everyone. It's like, you know. I'm, no, everyone. Yeah. Everyone likes this. Um, so we went. Oh, so I'm sitting there and I have this steamer on and then putting my face up to it. And I was uh, my last Instagram post. That's what it was last thing. <laughs> And I'm putting my face up to it. And then I was like, oh, that's cute. And I was like trying to pose with it. Like I was trying to pose with the steam. I wish you had a nest in your room. So no, you if you would have seen it, it was like, I, I, would, I would be so terrified to see my face because I was. <laughs> so I'm posing with this thing, trying to get an Instagram shot. And then the water, the thing breaks apart and the boiling water pour, pours all over my pishkadil, my bowling. <laughs> Joey burned his dick. I burn my dick off, like <laughs> like third degree burns, not third, degree, second degree burns. It boiling water went all over my dick, and I, if you could see my face, it was probably like um, Looney Tunes or fucking, <laughs> where like it goes <laughs> when they scream and like smoke comes out of your ears and they fly off the bed. And she, Did you cry? Uh, like was, what, what was, was the so, noise uh, that came I, out of I, it? I immediately threw. It was the most painful thing I've ever had in my life. It, so I put <laughs> boiling water on my dick and balls and on my teeth. It's like you had a baby. It was the most painful thing I've ever had. And so I'm sitting there. I started to jump right in the shower. And then I'm just started vomiting in the shower because it was the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like literally just projecting. You started vomiting? Yeah, it was the most painful thing. It was that painful that my body was just rejecting it. Like it was ridiculous. It's happening. Okay, so what did the doctor say? Did you get any like degree burns? Well, they didn't look at my dick, but I did have, so I said at night I had COVID, so I can't go to the hospital because first of all, I was afraid to go to the hospital because I was afraid I have superstitions about that. Like, I'm afraid I have COVID. I'm going to go to the hospital and I'm never going to get out. They're going to like find something wrong with me. And like, I'm going to end up dying. They'll lock you away in a quarantine. And like, be like on a ventilator. Like I was not going into a hospital for it. So I was like, okay, so I do a virtual appointment. So I called the virtual appointment lady. And I said, okay, I burned myself there. She didn't look at my dick or anything, but she told me to go to the hospital to get a tetanus shot and to get um, to the burn unit. I was like, uh, then it started getting, I mean, it was like the most painful thing in the world. So I had to put ice on it. I had to shave my pubes because I had to make sure to get to the medicine. I had like some antibiotic cream I can put on it. It's still really sore, but it doesn't look like it's going to fall off. Do um, you have blisters? Um, kind of, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, it's not like disgusting. Like, they're not oozing or anything, but it's like, Uzi, Uzi. You probably got like a second degree burn. Yeah, no, it's for sure second degree because I Google all the symptoms. Um, so wait, so what do you do for that? Just put cream on it. I mean, you're supposed to go to the doctor, but I haven't gone yet because I'm so sick. So on top of the, oh on, my I'm god, most, feeling the most fucked up I ever felt. Then having my dick burned off, like I can't even like. <laughs> and actually, you have to lay on your stomach because you're not allowed to lay on your back. So now I, so now I like. I have to lay on my stomach where I've on my balls and dick that are, I delay on that part that fucking, you know, cause you're not allowed to lay on your back with COVID because your lungs will get fucked up. So you have to lay on your stomach. So that means I have to lay on the, yes. fuck, I have to lay on my stomach, which is uncomfortable as hell. And then plus my dick's on fire. So it's like that is killing. So I have to like, it's the most excruciating thing every day sucks. You are a nightmare. No, it's a fucking, it's a fucking nightmare. And I just want this to go away. Like I want my like, like I like the only thing I have looked forward to today, besides like you know meeting Jesus and my mother, is that RuPaul's Drag Race is on, and that's like the only thing that I look forward to every week. Yes, Queen. Oh, that's like well, the- honestly, I have to say because I feel like both of us are suffering from it right now. Is like d- COVID depression. It's a real thing, and I actually oh, was. Um, I was talking. I was on Clubhouse. Oh, I have to talk to you about Clubhouse. Wait, you joined Club. Yes, I did. I have to tell you about it. I did so too. Clubhouse, they were doing um, a talk about COVID and like not only, um, you know, like um, what's it called? 
not only like symptoms that you get from it, but like mental symptoms as well. And they were talking about COVID depression and how like it really messes you up because not only are you like, you know, physically dying, um, but you're mentally dying. So you have to quarantine and be away. And then you're thinking all of these thoughts and it's just really depressing because you don't feel good. And then you're not, you're not like doing your daily schedule. And for me, I really started to feel it yesterday and today. And it's, it's not just like the quarantine, but I think it's the fact that like, my kids can't go to school for another two weeks because, you know, they have guidelines to where even even if they do test negative for like a week and a half, they still have to stay home. It's just like this crazy, crazy thing. So my kids have to stay home and, you know, they're they're eight and six. So them doing virtual is fine. But then when they're not doing virtual, it's just like they're running around. It's crazy. Like my house, like we're just good on a schedule and we're just not on a schedule. So I feel like that started to, you know, get to me and then me not being able to leave the house and, you know, like do my store stuff and like, you know, do like my mommy errands. It's just like, it's getting to me. And I feel like today, today was like a rough patch for me this morning. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm not myself. And Gianni's like, you know, what's wrong with you? You, you seem depressed. I'm like, I am. I was like, this is, this is a lot. Wait, so they can't go to school because you have COVID? Yeah, so I um, quarantined for my kids um, and they can't go for another 14 days. So they can't go back till March 1st and they have to test negative and I'm already testing negative. So, I mean, I, I still don't understand like the regulations and rules when it comes to that, but obviously I'm abiding by them, you know, but um, it's it's definitely a lot. And I feel bad for the kids because now, now they're stuck in the house and we're all stuck in the house, but we got to do what we got to do. Gianni doesn't have it. No, no. So every, everyone is good. And I, I I think it's because I was, um, I was sitting by like literally directly by the person that had it. So it makes sense. Um, Uh, and you two are slob kebabs wasted together. (laughs) So you're probably like licking off each other's, um, sandwiches and stuff. I mean, that wasn't happening, but we were literally, you know, a foot, not even, no, we were inches away from each other talking. So it is what it is. And I feel like the worst is behind us and we're going to heal and we're going to be better and, you know, move on from this crazy chapter in our lives. You know how they say there's all different kinds of people have all different ways. Like some people like just have like our friends had it. And like one of them felt nothing and just lost her taste like a few days a day or so. And then the other one had like, you know, fever and like a little, right. For a little bit. And then it was fine after three days. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I have the Chloe Kardashian flavor because remember she was sick and dying in her bed for two, like two weeks. Yes. I think I got the flavor she got because that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm in my bed, like, and like, well, like, I don't, I, what's her? Well, I consider you high risk. So you're saying, no, I feel I am high risk. Yeah. That and I'm old and I smoke. Yeah. So I feel like it definitely hit you harder and I feel like it didn't hit me as hard because I'm always active and I run three miles a day and, you know, I try and eat really good. So I feel like that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, so I went on Twitter, you guys, and I asked you if you wanted to, um, ask us some questions about our COVID edition podcast and Jetta, 
Jettafish one asks, um, did you cry or feel bad when you found out that you were positive? I see this often in patients and they say it feels very surreal. Jetta, first of all, thank you for your, um, your services as, as a nurse. We love you so much. And did I cry? Yes, I cried. And, um, I thought, I thought it was the end of times for me. I cried too. I cried too. Um, because it was like, who'd you call? Did you call Poppy and cry? No, I called you first. And then you call Poppy. How was your conversation with Poppy? He goes, what? <laughs> he thought it was mine to him. He goes, what does this mean for me? I said, you. I said, I, I, said, I didn't I'm see you, bitch. I said, I'm about to die. Um, he was like, fr- he was shocked because, you know, you, it's almost like you hear about it, like hear about it happening all across the world. Like it can never happen to me kind of thing. Right. And that's how a lot of people think about it. And I think that's how his mentality was like that. Like, you know, oh, it's like, you know, and he knows that well, we're really careful. Yeah. And I think it's also scary because everyone says that you never know how it's going to hit you. So I cried. Yes. And Gianni was laughing at me and everyone was laughing at me because I was so dramatic. Um, Samantha wants Samantha Cauldron. She wants to know how we spent our downtime. Lots of sleeping, binging any specific shows. Is that the burn unit? No, it was Leah. (laughs) Um, so I've been sleeping a lot, but also, um, you know, since oh I was in bed, just answer her. Say we're doing our podcast. I'm doing the podcast. I'll call you back. <laughs> so since I was in my bed and, you know, trying to recover, I did end up binging the walking dead again. And I'm watching all that because the new season is coming back soon. So I did the walking dead. What did you do? I watched, um, what did I watch? I watched that silly show that you wanted me to watch. The teacup lane. <laughs> Firefly lane. And you loved it. I did, but I got, I got, at the end, I stopped watching it because it was like it was dragging on. Like what happened at the end? Did she have a baby with that guy? No. So uh, do you want to know the spoilers? Well, it's not a spoiler. I mean, I got to the last episode, I think. I mean. No, it doesn't tell you what happened. I had to Google it. Oh, so how did it end? So it ended with them not talking. So we don't know why they have oh, a yeah, fight. Why, well, no, why is, why are Tully and them not talking? That's what I meant. You want to know why? Because they, they ended it on a cliffhanger. Oh. After I'll text you it. Cause I, I don't want, I don't want anyone to be upset, but I this is based off books. I didn't know there was a book and I guess there's a second book. So I think a season two is coming, but it was so cute. You didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it a lot. No, I did. It reminded me so much of us. It was so cute. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, it just at the end, it was like dragging on and like, I couldn't And she was like with that guy trying to have a baby. Does she ever have a baby? It, it shows you what happened. I didn't really watch. Okay. She had a miscarriage and it was really sad. Oh no. Yeah. And it was like a huge episode. I can't believe you missed that. I missed it. But you know what? She sh- I don't think she should have that baby anyway with that stranger. It's like, well, I actually love them together. Um, but yeah, so we have a ton of questions here. Let's see. Are you still taking um, 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day? Um, yeah, I have these gummies that I'm taking. That's vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc all in one. Where'd you get that from? CBS. Oh, so they said, how did we celebrate our Valentine's Day? Oh. So Valentine's Day, I ended up posting the picture, like, you know, saying respect my privacy. Um but Valentine's Day, I found out in the morning and I was so upset because me and me and Gianni never do dates. And my mom was going to come down 
And she was going to watch the kids while me and him like do a nice, like boozy date. And I ended up finding out it was positive. And obviously, like my mom's not coming down. We're not going on a date. We're quarantining and we're figuring this out. So I was really upset that we didn't get to do our cute date because I found this really cute Italian restaurant in Chatham that I wanted to go to. And yes, I heard it's amazing. So good. It's BYOB, though. Well, that was that's fine. But I was annoyed like we, we couldn't do that. But it was cute because, you know, the day before I ended up getting Gianni a car and I got the kids everything. So when I woke up, um, I saw flowers that were thrown in my room with um, a box of chocolates and a ah. card from the kids. So my kids literally threw the flowers in and the chocolates and ran because they didn't want to get sick. They thought I was like a monster. But hey, the fact is- that they did that was really cute. What did Lorenzo say in the hallway? Oh, so I passed him. I was literally on the other side of the house and I was walking back upstairs because I had to get water. And he goes, ew, mom, don't touch me. I'm like, are you kidding, son? So rude. So they were really mean to me because they thought I was like a boogie monster, but it's fine. Um, oh, this is a good one. Portia Moore. She says, I know Joey naturally has anxiety, but are either of you feeling it during this time? And if so, how are you dealing with it? Sending you lots of love and positive vibes. How's your anxiety during COVID? I got to say, no, I gotta say, I gotta say, my dick is is starting to sca- like scab up. Is that good? That is so freaking nasty. Is that bad or good? I mean, I feel like it's good because it's healing, but you, you definitely keep ointment on that. I will. I should go to the doctor. Um. Anyway, so no, my, I, you know, what I realized that it's not mind over body, but it kind of is in a way. And like when you're forced with something so scary like this, like I had to, you don't have a choice to be to be anxiety and you have to like think about listen to your body and like your fucking everything. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, in a way I was like, you know, I'm terrified, but I can't let this thing consume me. I have to like, be, I have to be on top of like how I'm feeling and like what is going on and like not right. get in my head and not making myself feel like having hypochondria, making me feel like I have symptoms that I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, making you feel worse than you already do. It's in a way you had to just fucking grow the fuck up really quickly and just, and just, accept it for what oh, i'm so proud of you no you had to because that's how you you, you can just can succumb to the disease and that's how you go, become bedridden or in the hospital or go into a coma <laughs> when you give in oh to, my god given to these feelings so i just kind of had to I, I had to put my anxiety aside and just fucking man up and be like you're not this you're not gonna let this fucking kill you just like you know just you know accept it listen to your things take care of yourself and just like you can't you can't be scared of it it's happening All right, so Trisha Greco, she said, what was the most surprising symptom? Most physical part of COVID, a worst physical part. So what was the most surprising symptom and then the worst physical uh, part? Um, <laughs> Goodbye. The part for me was the body aches and headaches. Mm-hmm. That's when you just feel so run down. You feel like, like you have, like your body's being poisoned. I can only imagine like this is what it feels like that people have like, go through a like chemotherapy or something like horrible that's poisoning their body. Oh, what a sin. You know what I mean? Like when you have poison in your body, I feel like my yes. whole body is poisoned. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. And I can, I can only imagine that's like what, when someone goes through like a treatment, like chemotherapy or radiation or something like that, where your body's physically being attacked and poisoned. Yeah. I can only imagine it's probably 10 times worse. I'm sure I'm not comparing this to cancer at any, by any means. Um, but it's just like, you know, the whole, how every inch of your body is, excruciating and nauseating and like every every time you move or breathe it's like you want to throw up it's like your whole body hurts 
And what's the most surprising symptom? I don't know. I mean, he's sleeping a lot is, 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 you know, strange. Like I could just literally sleep all day and not even think. Well, about I feel it. like we could do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if um, we had the opportunity, we could sleep all day. I think is the worst, I think, because I mean, I've had like science infections before we could taste a little bit. This is like fucking zero, zero, zero percent. Like I can't, if I was like licking, like I, actually, I was eating garlic cloves, like, like they were, and it tastes like marshmallows. It's like, there's like nothing to it. It's just like, just like eating it. You can't taste or smell a thing. And like, truly, truly, there's like not a, not even a hint of taste or smell. Yeah, so annoying. So I think the most surprising part is definitely that. Um, because, you know, I read that everyone loses their their taste and their um, their taste and their smell. But I was like, is that really going to happen? And then it did literally so quickly. And then I was so annoyed because my family who tested positive as well, they still have their taste and smell. So I'm like, cool. Like, why just me? And then Joey told me that he chugged a Gatorade and it tastes like toilet water. And I was like, yes, yes thank God that he's suffering with me because this is terrible. So it definitely the no taste and smell. The worst physical part I would, I would uh, say is the body aches. Mine wasn't that bad, but it definitely, you know, I walked up the stairs and I felt like I just ran a marathon. Like my body was weak and I never really felt that before. So yeah, I didn't like that part. I'm getting phlegm too. Did you get phlegm coming up? No. So, I, so my sister-in-law said she has really bad phlegm. I didn't really get that bad phlegm. It's not, mine's not bad, bad, but it happens every, every couple of days. Let's see. Ew. Someone said, am I too tight? You know, it's like one of those bots that always talk about sex. Sick freak james wants to know real james kofi is tim even real lol yes i talked to him today <laughs> no you didn't well because i sent him that thing i sent you um with the guys when a guy gets up to go to bed and he's like in the bathroom you sent that to him yeah because that's us and what do you say um he didn't reply but he opened mm-hmm. it up. does does he know you have covid yeah hmm. yeah tim's real he's so hot should we jump into slip gossip um, yes, please proceed. And then I'll see if there's any more interesting um, questions. Okay, I have my notes here. Oh, let's, let's talk about Brittany first. Oh, I don't have her on my list. Please, please elaborate. Wait, so I feel like Brittany's dad got denied um, control of her money. So she got it back? Oh, I don't know. Project Rose? I, th- I thought you would have this information. Sorry. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> well, I think, I think Brittany is... Um, Starting to gain control because I feel like with her document documentary, how do you say it? Documentary. Um, I feel like everyone is seeing what went on and I feel like it's just gonna, it's just gonna help the girl out and she's going to gain control of her life and she's going to be a queen again. Uh, but yeah, hopefully she gets her money back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My first topic on the Corona cross carousel is Megan Marie Harry Megan, Harry, they're having a baby. Congratulations. So Prince Megan and my, uh, Princess Megan and Prince Harry are having baby number two. Now, as you reported, they last year, they, they, they applied to leave the royal family and move to California. And oh. so then today, so get this. So now they announced baby number two and they live, they live in California and they are going to be doing a tell-all interview. And before they did this, the, so just oh my god, is that allowed? No, well, it is. It wasn't allowed until now because now the, the queen got caught of this. So Oprah Marie got the exclusive interview, the exit interview. Oh, of course she did. So Oprah got the interview, 
with Meghan and Harry, they should announce their baby and tell it's a tell all about what happened, the ins and outs of all the shady shit. But the queen caught wind of this. So she had to go and write like write in, in stone that they're physically removed from the family and they're no longer part of the family at all. So she had to like put write in stone today that they're like no longer part of the family. So anything they say, they, you know, that doesn't matter because they're not, they don't live there anymore. They don't work there anymore. And they're not family anymore. Well, they're still family. They're not working members of the, of the, the Royal family, Royal family and Chris. So that's that. And so Oprah is going to do the tell all interview. And you know that, that Megan, Megan's going to be chirping like a little bird because she, everyone was saying that everyone hates her because she's black. Um, in the royal family, that's what the royals were saying. But everyone says they hate her because she's a manipulative bitch. Oh, um, was, do tell. Princess? So Princess Diana was the same way. She didn't follow the rules, and she was a legend. Um, so, so I just can't wait to see what's Facts. happening. I want to see like what what the tea was. If that other sister was being a bitch to her, what's her name? The other lady, Kathy, um, Kate. Kate Middleton. I want to see if she was being a Kate. bitch to her. I'm going to see if the brother was jealous. I heard she's a bitch. She seems like it. And so does her sister, Pippa. Um, wait, so do you think that, oh, because, wait, is, she, there's a chance that she, him and her will become the king and queen, right? Kate, Kate and, um. Yeah, they're next in line. That's what I mean. So I think that's why Harry and the other one were like, fuck it. Like, you know, we never have a chance to become king and queen because. But I feel like they also didn't want to. I feel like they're not like that. Like, they don't want that responsibility. So I can't wait to see the Oprah interview. Now, I think they're neighbors. I think they moved um, next door to each other in California. I love Oprah. Yeah, me too. We should text her. We should meet uh, her. Um, fourth time's a charm. Now, do you, the, uh, are my friend Paris Marie Hilton got engaged on her 40th birthday. for the fourth I saw. Birthday. I can't believe she's 40. Oh, my God. So Paris Hilton, happy birthday. You're welcome to the 4040 Club. But this is also her fourth engagement. Um. She's never made it down the aisle. So this is no divorce. So at least she like knows better than to like actually get to the wedding. Yeah. She's like, F this. It's not working. But this guy seems like his name is um, Carter Rehim. Carter Rem. I hope that he loves her for her because I feel like anybody would want to marry, marry Paris. Not only is she hot and beautiful, but she's like a millionaire. And of course, they're going to like gain all of that with marrying her. So I hope he genuinely loves her. Yeah. So Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um. I hope that this guy, yeah, because she had a documentary that came out and she's like, she really showed her true self and stuff like that. And I can imagine how people can be clingy, but this guy doesn't seem like he's like a thought, like looking for attention. He seems like he's got his shit together. I hope so. So hopefully, yeah, maybe this is the one that sticks. And I don't know what the ring looks like, but it's like, you know, another huge emerald cut, $10 million ring, something like that. Get a girl. So congratulations. Um, Texas, Marie and Chris is not doing great. Texas is, uh, is under siege. Um, oh, my God. So everybody in Texas, I'm so sorry. Yes. We, this is insane. Thoughts. No, it really is. And I want to, I was looking for things. Maybe you can do that while I'm talking for charities. Uh, and there's, I looked into charities, but basically, let me tell you what's happening. Texas is frozen over. So Texas never experienced the weather like this. Who is this? Experience weather like this in their lives because it's a warm climate. And they yeah, they're not equipped to deal with freaking snow and ice. Uh, so, so snow and ice, but that's what like, is happening. So what happened is now uh, it became a natural disaster. Um, everyone's homes lost power and the water. Oh my god! Who is calling you? Oh, the water pipes all froze, and it's like raining inside everyone's houses. No one has lights. Um, the heat is all off, so everyone's freezing to death in their house. There's no food because grocery stores are all 
all you know sold out and but also nobody's open because nobody's going to work well it's like it's just like hurricane sandy when we experienced hurricane sandy remember we had no lights for two weeks and we oh, had no it's crazy training and then the, and then the freaking governor the governor of Texas decides to get on a plane and go to Cancun so he doesn't have to deal with it. Are you kidding? He's a st- he's a state assembly member or state legislator or he says he's a state person. Oh, girl, bye. He's whatever he is. And he was. So the story is he's the whatever he is. I don't know but he's with the governor or something like that. He was seen on a plane going to Cancun with his daughters and his wife. And then he got caught, obviously, and he had to make a statement. He says, oh, my daughter's it was unbearable for them at the house. They wanted to go on a vacation with their friends. So I flew down with them to drop them off. It's like, but the mother there, like you had to really? the mother. So he obviously was caught in a lie. Like, the mother. The mothers. Okay. Um, that he had to fly down with them. And he was, he was only going for one day to drop them off. It's like, why would you go to drop them off? You know what the fuck you were doing. You're escaping. The yeah, you idiot. And it's like, it just goes to show you that no one fucking cares. Politicians are all crooked. Yes. Uh, agreed. So I'm looking up charities right now, and I know I, a lot I, of people. Obviously, Food Bank of Texas. Food Bank of Texas. You can definitely do Red Cross. Yes. And you can definitely do Red Cross and 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 the and the and the um Salvation Army, like you know things like that. Food Bank mm-hmm. USA, all those regular ones. But I was trying to find more like local ones. I know Austin is, is is Austin and Houston are really really bad. Dallas is really bad. Um, and just people just need they need shelter, they need food, they need clothes, they need. Generators, they just need any any help that we can get. This is a, this is something that you know. Oh my god, dude! Literally, shut your shit off. Who's calling you at a time like this? Respect our privacy. This is yeah, our COVID edition. So in Austin, you guys can um, go to Sunrise Homeless Navigation Center. This is where I'm going to go. And they posted a list of needed supplies that can be purchased on Amazon. So you could purchase it right through Amazon, and it ships right to them. I'll so that's that. Sunrise Homeless Navigation Center. Um, but then in the Austin area, there's front steps. So they're asking for blankets because a lot of people need blankets. They're freezing blankets, pillows, coats, all of that stuff. Um, and then obviously for the animals, we can't leave the animals out. The Austin Pets Alive Foundation is asking um, for supplies because all the animals are freezing. Wait, he left his dog in his freezing cold house when he went to Cancun. Who? Ten- no, he didn't. Yes, the he- guy? He left his dog in the house. There was videos of videos of the dog waiting in the window in the freezing cold house with no he power. He needs to be put to jail. And he, first he of said, all, he said the security guard was watching. Him. There was a security guard like that was parked outside of the house who was supposed to be feeding the dog while they were gone. His name's Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, yeah. Freaking moron. He needs to go yeah, to jail. I'm over him. A little white poodle. But people are freezing in their house. Like, it can be cold in the house, but there's no heat and they don't have insulation in houses like that, I don't think. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing they don't. I don't know. But like, you know, because the house uh, is- Texas is literally by Mexico. So I feel like it's always hot over there. Yeah. So they don't have like uh, uh, things and supposed to for cars and things. They're sliding right. down the roads. They don't have like the, the things to, to, t- to deal with a snowstorm. And this first time it's happening, right. it's literally raining and people are freezing to death in their houses. 24 are dead. God rest their souls. So to Texas and Chris, oh. our thoughts and prayers are- Yes, what is this world? Um, and I'm sorry that your fearless leader is a fat slob who goes to Cancun instead of- watching. Yeah, I'm so sorry I have to deal with that. So annoying. Um, in other news, no. So yeah, so definitely find your local charities where you can donate and send help and we'll get through this, hopefully. Yes, we love you. In other news, Kendall Marie Jenner has a new tequila out. Um, it's called 818 and she's getting a lot of backlash as well. She said she's stealing from the Mexican culture. But I also didn't even know she drank. 
I think she drinks. See, you know what I'm so annoyed about is like our brand, uh, me and you, our brand is known for wine. We love wine. How come we can't jump on the freaking wagon and have a, a have a bottle of wine? But Kendall Jenner, who is not known for drinking, especially tequila, has a freaking tequila line. Like, I just don't understand it. I understand. So it's definitely privileged. I mean, she, she said that she's, she's always liked it. I mean, I'm glad it's not another fucking makeup line. I'm glad she's, you know, they're, they're branching out. I mean, same. At least she's helping people get drunk, but still, yeah. girl, where, where's I, I, our wine? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm tried and true to my Casa Dragones tequila, which is owned and operated by a Mexican woman. Um, and I love that tequila, but um, I definitely will try the A1A because, you know, I like, I love tequila and I like trying new things. Uh, but yeah, so she's um, branching out with that and everyone is, uh, you know, hating on her because she's, you know, a young, successful businesswoman. Um, Everyone always hates on her, but you know what? I have to say, she is freaking stunning. See her in that red outfit. Oh, she's so beautiful! Like, oh my god, I hate her. <laughs> Why does she have to look like that? In um, Skim's outfit, she was she was modeling, and they were oh um, stunning. And I, and I always think like Kim looks gorgeous and Kylie, but her standing next to both of them, yeah, I'm like, yeah, girl. Yeah, she's just too hot. You can't stand next to a, a supermodel. Oh, I would never. We would look like fat trolls next to her. Oh my god, no. Um, Wait, did we take a picture with her or she wasn't there? She wasn't there. It was the other, everyone else but her. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Nikki, okay, so remember the show you made me watch? Which uh, one? Honor, Your Honor. Oh, so good. Did you finish the last episode? No. Okay, well, the season finale happens. So good. So it actually happened in real life, like fully You're, real life. What? With Nicki Minaj's dad. Oh my God, I saw this. What a sin. This is a real, a real story. So the seven, the, oh. so Nicki Minaj's dad was in, I don't know where he was. He was somewhere walking on the street. Terrible. An older man, it's like 72 year old man was driving and was slid on the ice and he ran him over and he hit him. The guy, old man got out of the car to check on him and then got back in his car, drove home and hid his, hid his car in the garage until days later when the cops traced him and found him and he turned himself in. How old was he? He's old. He's like 71 or I think 72. But oh he said God. if he called the cops at the scene, nothing would happen if he wasn't on drugs or drinking. But he obviously was intoxicated if he would have left like that. That's the only reason he would have left. Was like he that. intoxicated or was he just old and senile? About him days later. Oh, yeah. So, so, so I guess you would just assume that he is, that he was. <laughs> yeah, but if he would have well, called the cops and he wasn't drinking or driving, there was nothing wrong. And he right. a real accident. He wouldn't have been charged for murder. No, he definitely got spooked and he fucked up. He was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And he drove away. Oh, poor Nicki Minaj. I know her dad passed away. He got it was um, he didn't die out in the scene. He died like after or the day after from complications. Oh, my God. What a sin. I, I can't. That's okay. So if you ever hit someone, don't leave the scene because you'll get in trouble. Yes, bitch. Please don't leave. Um, so this is Sex and City reboot is looking like a real shit show. No one wants to work there. So uh, it's not happening. No, it's happening, but no one else is coming back. So we, saw, we talked last week that Samantha is not coming back. And even after they offered her $10 million, she's still not coming over. But now it's not just an end there. Now none of the guys are coming over. So Big announced that he's not going to be part of the new episodes. What? And Steve's not going to work there either. So there's oh no my love God. It's just going to be Harry. It's like, yeah, what, what is happening? I'm over it. Like, it's a, we don't need to reboot that bad. If no one wants to do it, and it's literally just fucking Sarah Jessica Parker, whose her character carries fucking annoying as hell anyway. It's like all the good over parts, it. The love interest, like, the, the, there's no good parts of it. What, what are we going to watch her then go to brunch and uh, take Boniva? <laughs> They're 50. Over it. Yeah, I'll pass. 
Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, no one wants to sign up. Like, I can't imagine how bad it's going to be that no one wants the money. It's like they're all getting millions of dollars. I mean, I don't think that Big would get a million dollars an episode, but still. So strange. Um, my last um, story of the day, I'm going to play something. Snorts Coke in the bathroom at Target's, okay? Yes. Okay, so the... Real Housewives. Wait, I have to still watch it, but tell the team. Have to watch it. It's so good. Oh my god! Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey premiered this week on Bravo. Um, Get it, girls! Season eleven. Congratulations, girls! You're killing it in the game. And they did we not. We love you. They did not disappoint. These Jersey girls went fucking hard. Hot messes. And I never watched. I never watched the full seasons. I always like pop in and here, hop in and there, and I see like episodes here and there. But this time, I really want to watch it because. It just seems like a real messy episode, real messy season, and I'm really excited for it. So I feel I I T-vote it. I mean, I put it on the you know the computer. So this week it is Jackie Schneider's um, husband's birthday party, and they have it in some parking lot in New Jersey somewhere. Um, and they're all hanging out there, and then Teresa shows up, who's one of my favorites. She shows up, and she's you know she doesn't really drink, and she just you know as we know she had this is coming right off her divorce. Her husband was deported. Now she's you know she's lightly dating around at this point in the series. She's not with her real new boyfriend. They just bought a house together, by the way. Oh. Um, so they're all at this birthday party and they're all showing up and whatever. And then Teresa starts drinking. Teresa doesn't normally like get bombed. Like, you know, she'll drink a little wine here and there, but she's like drinking, slamming tequila drinks. And all of a sudden she starts going around telling everyone, she goes, did you hear? And about this guy's birthday, this guy's name, I think his name is Glenn or Gary. I don't know his name. The guy's birthday, Jackie's husband. And... So she goes around, she's like, did you hear that Glenn uh, likes to fool around at the gym? And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like, you know, he like fucks around on her at the gym. <laughs> at the gym. So she's like, at the <laughs> birthday party, she's going around to everyone that was standing, that would stand still and sit next to her. She's going around like, did you hear that Gary's going around fucking girls at the gym? And then she's like, everyone, did you hear? Did you hear? And she's like, going to everyone saying this. And everyone's like, what, what, what's wrong with her? It's just a guy's birthday party. And you're roasting it. Like everyone was like still friendly with, with, with her, but like all our friends are like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Get it together, bitch. But yeah, she's just going around, bombed, ta- telling everyone that the husband's cheating on, on the wife at the birthday party. So then they're all supposed to go to Lake George, which I thought I forgot to say, they're all just taking a trip to Lake George. Next- <laughs> That's our spot. No. So they're all going to Lake George next week. And so they said, before we go, Jack is like, I need to confront you about something. And she goes, why would you say that about you don't have proof? And she goes, that's what I heard. Because I can't tell you who I heard it from, but that's what I heard. And she goes, she goes, maybe he is cheating on you. You know, there's smoke, there's fire and all this stuff. And then, so then Jackie's getting so upset. Um, I mean, I don't know what's the, what the truth is and what's not, but she's obviously getting upset. She must think that there's something there. And she's like getting like nervous about it. So then she retaliates. She goes, she goes, well, that's, that's just a rumor that you heard. She goes, so what if I told you that I heard that Gia does coke in bathrooms? <gasps> I cannot. Her. First and of all, that's crossing the line, talking well, yeah, about your kids. Well, because she's an underage girl and and it can affect her college. It can affect her scholarships or whatever. Terrible. Um, I would never. Yeah, she was accused of that. But she didn't really have proof, but she was using that as an analogy. So everyone's saying she made a bad analogy. Um, trying to say you only heard a rumor. But she, so she right. went below the belt with it. I mean, none of, neither of them were, were correct on doing things. It's, you know, it's, it makes really good television. And I am right. now hooked to see what happened. But um, Jersey Housewives premieres Thursday. When's it happen on Wednesdays, maybe? We should get Melissa on or Teresa. Yes, we should get them on to set the record straight. Okay, let's do it. That'd be fun. 
I got to catch up. Yes. All right. So we are going to go relax because we are still recovering. But by next podcast, we should be all good, Squirrel. We we should we should be recovered. I'm hoping that this just ends here and I wake up tomorrow and it's a brand new day and I can get my dick looked at. And yeah, everyone, please pray for Joey's beach. Yeah. And my because he he definitely ruined it. Yeah, there's like crusties all over it. Sick. All right, we love you guys so much. Thank you for your love and support. And thank you for respecting our privacy at this time. And we just really appreciate your support because you guys are our crusaders and we love you so much. To COVID Marae edition and Chris. So long. It's happening. It's happening.